We have a, a little phrase, at least uh, in English, the gringos have this. I don't know if they say it in Spanish or Tagalog, but there's this saying, he really struts his stuff, or she struts her stuff. And the, the meaning is that they walk through life and they just show off who they are. I'm great, I'm this, I'm that. You know, they strut around and, and show it off. Well, God is strutting his stuff today. He really is in this first reading. I mean, it's, it's remarkable language. I keep saying, I'm the Lord your God, I'm the Lord your God, and I did this and I did that, and I made the heavens, I made the earth, I, I'm God. And then to make it even worse, what he says to Jacob and Israel, well, Israel, you're a worm, you're a maggot, but I'm the Lord, I'm your God, the Holy One, the Holy One of Israel. Well, that's what this Advent is about, is pointing to God coming into our humanity and divining our humanity. He, he sends Jesus as Emmanuel, God with us. And however it is that Jesus came to know his role and his relationship, um, this is what gets proclaimed on the cross, that, that he, 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 he divinizes, he makes divine the most ugly, hateful, inhuman, human act, this killing of a man on the cross. And Jesus makes it divine. And before we get to the cross, we have to get to the birth. And, and so John the Baptist takes a, a, an enormously important place. This is not the first time we hear of John the Baptist in Advent. It's not the last time we're going to hear his name uh, or his purpose. But he came to point, there's the Lamb of God. There he is, Jesus. He's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And Jesus... As he so often does, he makes these clarifying statements where he compares and contrasts and, and shows the importance of someone or something. So he says, Amen, I say to you, pointing to John. Now he's doing the pointing. There is not any man or woman born of a woman who's greater than he. He's the greatest up to this moment, the greatest. And yet, Jesus now makes a contrast the least, the lowest, the most insignificant in the kingdom of God is greater than John. It almost sounds like a contradiction, but he's saying two things, that John has a very special purpose in salvation history in pointing out the Lamb of God. But when we are drawn into the kingdom, something happens to us. You know, <clears throat> um, for years I, I say exactly the same thing uh, at the beginning of Mass, uh, Lord, you've called us to be disciples, you forgive our sin, or you heal us of sin and division, you anoint us with your Holy Spirit. Because for whatever reason, I don't know where I got that in, on my journey, that just seems to me the mark of who we are. We're called to be disciples. We're not just uh, people in the church, we're called to be disciples. That means we sit at the feet of Jesus and says, teach us, O Lord, teach us, show us. And we're going to absorb everything you say and live it, because we are your disciples. And we sing, you heal us of sin and division. You, you forgive all our sin. And, and that's so easy to say, but do we believe that, that we are forgiven? In our deepest sin, in our most repeated sin, in our ugliest sin, in the sin of the cross, that we are forgiven. And that is a grace that's... that's just unbelievable to behold. But finally, we say we are anointed with the Holy Spirit. And 
again, how many times I baptize at Saturday or Sunday and, and, and you know, I, I explain to people the anointing, the oil that gets absorbed in the skin is a symbol. We're anointed with oil, but what we're really anointed with is the Spirit of God. And again, I, it rolls off my lips, I say it, but I, I wonder, do, do we appreciate that? Do we strut our stuff and walk around saying, I'm anointed, I'm a son of God, I'm a daughter of God. And, and unless we claim that, unless we say it with all of our heart and all of our conviction, I am a child of God. I think that everything that we do here is, is I don't know, like doing it in a mirror or something. Uh, but the reality of being children of God is just extraordinary. And, and so in the end of this gospel, Jesus has said a whole bunch of things about John and about all of the anointed ones, you and me. And he said, Who, whoever has ears ought to hear. And I think that that bespeaks all of this Advent of Lent. You know, we say, we celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. God with us in the person of Jesus. So we need to have ears that hear that, that hear it and, and truly believe it. Please stand.